All right, guys, welcome to The Catch-Up. I'm Eli A. Ruth, co-founder of Food Beast, and I'm missing my co-pilot, Jeff, this week. He's given an awesome speech at a, at a local convention, so big ups to him. Bigger speaking engagements than The Catch-Up. So, um, but we got an amazing episode this week. Thank you guys for, please keep leaving reviews on, on iTunes. Literally every last one counts. Really helps in our rankings. And appreciate you guys. Uh, roll the intro music, Bray. All right, so uh, this week we're going to go over some whatever's been popping in food news. So, of course, I brought in my man Reach, our managing editor. What's good, y'all? Mm, and my least favorite person in the office, but also my favorite person in the office, Costa Spyro. How you doing, E? That's his voice. Smooth. That's his voice. He's, he's building up that smooth jazz <laughs> voice. <laughs> What's good? All right, so this week's been crazy in food news. Um, what are we going to talk about first, Costa? I think let's roll off with like the biggest topic of the past week, which has been McDonald's and Szechuan sauce. Szechuan. Okay. Man. What's Szechuan sauce and why are people freaking out about this? All right. So Szechuan sauce is an old sauce from McDee's that was around in like 1998, 20 years ago. Came out with Mulan. What's Szechuan sauce? Not what McDonald's Szechuan sauce is. I want people to know what Szechuan sauce is. A Szechuan sauce. It's not McDonald's. You can't answer that question and tell no, me I McDonald's think, Szechuan. Well, I think My you, bad. I don't know if you can call McDonald's Szechuan sauce what I would normally call Szechuan sauce. You, what would you normally call Szechuan? That's what I'm asking. Szechuan sauce needs See to have like that. See why I hate Costa already? <laughs> <laughs> I hate this fool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Costa. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> Szechuan sauce. You know, you think Szechuan, you want to think that fire, that heat. Something like that, you know, that kind of like, too. yeah, that spicy numbing Asian sauce. Okay. The one that McDonald's has is more like a sweet teriyaki, okay. uh, in terms of flavor. I don't know how would I don't you know, describe it. It's like it? if you go to your local hood Chinese spot and you get mad teriyaki, you get mad soy sauce, and mix that all up together, mm -hmm. you get McDonald's Szechuan sauce. So, but but Szechuan sauce is traditionally very spicy, very almost spicy. numbing. Mm -hmm. You get it at yeah. family Chinese spots. Sure. Yeah, exactly, and they use a lot of um, hot peppers and peppercorns in to make it spicy. What are they putting it on? Are they just using it? Is it like a sauce you get as a dipping sauce? Like they have their barbecue and whatever. Is that what McDonald's is doing? Yeah, it's like a dipping sauce. They do it for their nuggets. They did it for oh, their okay. new crispy tenders, things like that. Yeah, it just mm. comes in the regular sauce packets. Okay, yeah. so why didn't they do a wide release? And what what's this Rick and Morty? First of all, I apologize. I've no, I've never seen an episode of this Rick and Morty show. Same. But apparently, yeah. they have like rabid fans. So this is a Rick and Morty collaboration with McDonald's and the session one. Like, what's the connection? Why? So why? McDonald's brought it back because of Rick and Morty. Basically, when Rick and Morty came back, there's this like famous clip where Rick reveals that this entire time, like his basically goal is to get that Szechuan sauce back. He wants to taste that sauce once again. He wants to specifically taste McDonald's Szechuan sauce. So that okay, this is makes a yeah. lot more sense. Now. So like the famous quote that everyone uses every time we put up a story about this, you'll mm -hmm. see at least one GIF in the comments that is Rick, you know, just bloodthirsty screaming, I want that Mulan McNugget sauce. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So is that is that that's that's racist, right? No. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> what is it? What's Mulan what is Mulan? Mean? It came out from it came from out from the Mulan the movie. Yeah, I know the cartoons. I was like, all right, tight. Like yeah. be a man. Remember that song? 
<laughs> Yo, Mulan is the one Disney movie I don't recall. Right. Oh, so, I'll be honest with you. That's all right. So, McDean's dropped the Sejuan originally from Mulan, which mm. is why he calls it the Mulan McNugget sauce, because that's the only time they ever had it, mm. is when the original Mulan came out, and they haven't had it since. So, Rick and Morty fans are kind of carrying this wave, mm-hmm. and... So McDonald's didn't do a full release of this? Is that why? Did they almost do so like a streetwear drop? They, they did like drop after huh. drop very slow. So it started with a few bottles that they sent to a few people that then got sold, you know, in little bits. Mm-hmm. And this stuff was going on eBay for like hundreds of dollars. Buku bucks, dude. So I heard these little packets. Is it true that one of these little packets of sauce was on eBay for like five Gs? Someone sold it for like a Volkswagen Mini. Shut up. Yeah. What the Ridiculous. hell is going on? What? It's the sauce, man. It's the sauce. It's the cult following of the sauce. But you, everyone you guys wants are the sauce. It's not that good. It's not yeah. that good. And plus, it's sauce. Like it's basically like a you know a memorabilia thing now. Like I want that Babe Ruth signed baseball. You know, it's become that kind of a thing. So what's McDonald's saying right now? Are they gonna? Because right now it's hard to get. Well, so, there was a big uproar over it because of the way they released it over the weekend. So, yeah, they called it a very, very limited release. And they only had it, I think, across the nation in total 600 locations mm-hmm. and 20 to 70 packets, depending on the location. So, very small amounts. And you had like a thousand people showing so up to some of these. If you're McDonald's, do you just create a shit ton of this, put it on the menu, and like make sure it's available everywhere? Or do you just keep doing what you're doing? Do you keep uh, leading them with the carrot on a stick and keep pulling it away? I think keep being in a new Just keep cycle? doing the carrot. I don't know. I think they're at their own discretion of whatever they they can do whatever they want to do. It, it's I mean, just the sauce. They can, but yeah. like they, they lead us with the carrot with the McRib every time. So why not? True, so true. they're but, basically they did the whole McRib. They McRibbed us with this Szechuan sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'll tell you this: I did speak with Chef Mike from McDonald's. I did have an interview with who's him. Chef Mike from McDonald's. That the chef at McDonald's. He's one of their chefs. Got it. And like he, at a local McDonald's? No, like <laughs> at the at the corporate. Okay. And he said that they don't have plans to bring it back. For the future, they're gonna do a winter release to make up for you know not having enough for all of the crazy fans out there. But after that, there's no future they're plans for it. They're gonna make rib us again. Just, they're gonna make rib us again. Mm-hmm. I want to put the session one on the McRib. That's what I want. What? You, I want to try. I want to try. That sounds good, right? That sounds like it makes the most sense of any item there outside of the chicken nuggets should be on a McRib. Well, cool, man. Let's go on eBay, buy one for 500 bucks, <laughs> and then buy another McRib for like 2000 and then we'll get it popping. I don't sign for any of that. What else we got <laughs> other than this McDonald's crap that's been going on? All right, on? so something we can move on to other than that that's pretty exciting is Arby's. So Arby's, Arby's is exciting right now? It's What's exciting right now. They've been making waves the past year with these, you know, kind of the same McRibbon style, but with a venison burger. What's the, what's the logic behind Arby's being... Is it because like, they have the meat? So they, they have, have the them, meat, they have so them they, they, they got to get gamey with it. They got to throw the deer on. Next thing you know, what, we'll find alligator? It's pretty crazy that a fast food joint the size of Arby's even put something like venison on the menu. So what's, what's the news, sure. though? What's the news? It's the first ever nationwide release. They're going to do it for just one day. They're going to uh, have this venison burger available in every location for one day. And it's like the first major release of a game meat item in fast food history. Isn't it funny how 
these examples of fast food releases are like mirroring supreme drops and and all that like streetwear's echoing super <laughs> hard right now in the fast food community like they're treating it as such it's kind of cool i'll give it to them because yeah arby's like if you're gonna go through it's so challenging as a as a brand in a restaurant the size of arby's with thousands of restaurants to get an item to all your locations, to teach everyone how to make them, how to serve them properly, and then, but to only do it for one day, like yeah. what a what a weird use of your resources. But it creates that clever. fervor, dude. Yeah, it's that LTO culture, that fervor. Every time you have an LTO, people are asking you to bring it back again and again. It's not just Arby's or Limited McDee's. time only. Like you see Burger King, they did it with the Mac and Cheetos. Yeah, I yeah, mean, which were awful. Do you look at? Because <laughs> you not like them or what? The mac and cheetos? Yeah, I actually never tried them. Okay, to me they were a little too much. I was just Bruh. like, pass. Little too much for you? The mac and cheese and Cheetos all in one. It's like, shoot, I'm I'm going the cheese coma on that. Here's oh. the thing: I don't know how you get that wrong. Mac and cheese and Cheetos are fantastic separately. They're also got to be amazing together, and they still messed it up. They they did. It was yeah. it was just one big salt bomb. Yep, I yep. think. But you know, touching on this subject more, it's like, are are we as foodies being turned into hype beasts ourselves? Hell yeah, we are. Yeah. I agree with I that. I mean, every single everyone does this now. Whether it's like Instagram people, Instagram foodies, Instagram restaurants, it's all about that. Hey, we're only gonna have this for a little bit. You better come and get it before it's gone because that's what draws the people in. That's what brings people in. It's weird how the I, I like it. I don't understand the business sense just yet. I don't know if brands have shown how it plays out. Like Taco Bell recently, like what they do is they they launch they they relaunch their all chicken taco show, their naked chicken taco show. Oh yeah, you know they, they it did apparently did really well the first time around, and then a month later they take it off the menu, so they can have another news cycle six months out. What is like? It, it worked on me because I loved the naked chicken chalupa. It's a whole taco with a mm. fried chicken shell. Yeah, and then when they take mm. it away, I'm like, wait a minute. I barely knew thee. <laughs> Distance makes the heart grow fonder. And they throw it back at me. I'm like, yo, I miss you so much. And I'm going to buy everything up because I think it's going to be gone in, in a quick fashion. Yeah. So yo, it, it works. It's pretty smart uh, when you think like marketing or advertising standpoint from all these chains doing that because it's. Every time they bring it back now, they know they're going to get a massive influx in business. Mm. And I mean, it's a lot of those things that's going to drive growth for those companies is, hey, let's come up with a ridiculous or really legit item that machine. our fans are going to love, you know, build up the hype, drop it for X amount of days, X amount of hours, yeah. and then take it away they got and me. then get people craving, get them hooked. Is this in the same vein? Who's... Who's the brand? Who's the restaurant that launched those dollar margaritas? Applebee's. Applebee's. <laughs> Yo, okay. Is Applebee's, did they just do, like, they're like, well, fuck, we can't think of any good food, so let's just make our margaritas one dollar. And make them entirely trash. Well, I haven't tasted it yet, but that video that went viral online of an Applebee's worker in the back mixing, like, batch mixing. It, did you guys watch this video? Yeah. yeah. Dude, like, 
threw in 50% water in there. It's, it's, the like, it's like basically water. Well, it's like, I'm not surprised that a dollar margarita being yeah. 50% water, it's unfortunate. But in that video, so he, he's basically pouring like gallons of water, then he pours in gallons of this pre-made margarita mix, Yeah. bottom shelf tequila, of course, no one's expecting any different. And then it looked at the end like he was just pissing. Like, did, did it just look like it? I hope not. Like, I don't think it was. I think it was water. But the way, I don't know what fucking little spigot he got for the water. It was Yo, like, if he did that, you don't need to salt the rim no more. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. That's yeah. nasty. Oh, I mean, shit. this guy was Al to Al Appleby, so, you know, anything's possible, right? Did this dude get fired? Do, do we know? We have no idea. We don't even know who this guy is. It was just something that got shared to, like, this food blogger who then put it up on their site. So, it was an employee... And he was basically Snapchatting everything, and it showed that these dollaritas are mostly water. Yeah. I forget, did, uh, was the tone of the video negative, or was he just like, yeah, man, I'm making margaritas batching right now, I'm out here no, working this at, guy did at not Applebee's. like. This guy did not like making them. You could tell that Yo, from the video. No, he was out there to expose. He was out did there Did he to not expose. like that he had to make so many, or did he not like? I think it was that. Because, like, he's out there, this is like 10 to 12 gallons of this that you're dipping out the whole entire time and it's like to him i think the more frustrating thing was like as a bartender you know going mm. out and giving out gallons and gallons of this for like you know cheap getting no tips things mm. like that because people are just gonna oh, yeah. get spend uh, like yeah. what do you people, tip on a dollar margarita <laughs> people are literally just gonna get like three of these and walk away probably not even pay for any food I'd be mad as hell too <laughs> yeah i mean yo if we got lit at applebee's on dollar margaritas i'd end up buying food that's actually a pretty good tactic we to should get us do in. that yeah. and see how much how many dollars it it takes for us to get drunk on a dollar Ooh, we should we should do that for next week. Before next week, let's do that. We should get drunk on dollar. Mar- Tune in next week. End of the pot. We're en- this. The podcast is over. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> let's go right now. Nah, but j- no joke. Next week we'll we'll be back and we'll we'll tell you the story of us getting drunk on do- off dollar margaritas and see what the deal is. I'll only need two of them, but you know, you need you can get drunk off two bucks. Hey, I'm a lightweight. What can I say? Oh, stop. Okay, okay, okay. All right, what what else we got? Um, I think this one's big, and I think Reach has got some pretty legit stuff on this. There's some exciting developments with Impossible Foods. Yeah. The the meat company? Yeah, the Impossible... So, Impossible Foods, they're behind the whole Impossible Burger, um, and it's just really going into the mainstream conversation of plant-based food so so for those that don't know the impossible burger is a plant-based meat patty that bleeds and even smells like like yeah. uh, real meat and even bleeds tastes smells like it. and taste it's crazy like mm-hmm. you, i i had it i could not tell the difference i thought i was having really? a burger i haven't yeah. had that one i've had the beyond meat burger which mm-hmm. i i thought was equitable i thought it was really delicious yeah, it's very yeah. serviceable yeah. so yeah i had it at crossroads a year ago and it's still the best you know, I couldn't tell that it was a burger. It was very hard for me to tell the difference. And Reach, like a couple weeks ago, was telling me about this one he had. It was like it had like donut croissants as the buns and stuff yeah. like that. Oh so shit! They're really out here. Like when I um, preface it, I had to. Uh, I got the chance to interview David Lee. He's the COO of Impossible Foods mm-hmm. last night, mm-hmm. and I got some pretty cool info from him because he said that their technology. It goes beyond the patty because they also have technology that can make plant-based fish, chicken, and dairy. What? So that I kind of blew my mind a little bit, you know? I believe it. I knew that Impossible Cheese is something that they've been working on to match the burger, but the fish and chicken stuff was exciting to me. 
want to when someone can get the cheese right, they still can't get it. Cause I I did like the 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 Beyond Meat burger, so I'm assuming Impossible is potentially even better. Yeah. But yeah. The cheese that was recommended to use with it, which is also a vegan cheese, I, like I couldn't get down with. That was what was like I was remembering. I was like, "Ooh, was it the cashew cheese?" It's it, it's got it's some either cashew cheese or what's diet? Like what what's the other one? Which one did you get? Was it the follow your heart one or something? I don't know. Either way, I haven't had a vegan cheese that was like worthy of a substitute. I I rather would just not have the cheese on it if I'm going to go vegan burger. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's exciting to know that these dudes who actually made a successful burger patty or quote-unquote burger patty that's practically like a real burger patty, they might be the guys to do it, you know, to yeah. make legit mm -hmm. vegan cheese or legit plant-based, not vegan, but plant-based dairy, plant-based chicken and fish. For so, sure, I would put my faith in that. Like, seeing how well they did already, like, able to replicate the flavor of beef i think it's a little harder to get chicken or fish especially texture wise like you're not going to really grind it up as much so i see that as a potential challenge so where were you last night Great. so last night i was at umami burger at the grove in los angeles for a premiere party uh jaden smith young woke <laughs> Will Smith's son. batman blanco <laughs> he was out there he had a uh, collaboration with umami burger and impossible foods a trio i think he had some sliders and it uses the impossible meat patty. Is uh, he vegan? I think I think he's vegetarian. Mm. I know I he's huge so. on the health food game. Yeah, though. he's huge on the health food game. He sponsors Just Water, mm. so he has his name on that. So he's really he's nineteen, young kid out here being woke, trying to save the world one bite at a time, one sip at a time, right? Mm -hmm. And um, we were there for his, his premiere party. We were supposed to interview Jaden, right? Damn. PR did not come through. PR. Ooh. <laughs> Yo, PR is either the best or the worst. They just they, they decided to put press the snooze button on this event before us. Was Jaden even there? Jaden was there. He was so accessible, and the PR was like, "No, he's done for the night." And I'm like, "Bro, he's sitting right here in front of me having a slider. Like, what do you, you mean he can't talk no more? Like, yeah. and this was an hour and a half into the event." <laughs> You know, so <laughs> this boo-boo PR out here did not do us right. So that was kind of whack. But we got to get that interview with David Lee, the CEO of Impossible Burger. So little cool tidbits that we got from that interview. You guys, later on in, the, in a future podcast episode, we have this thing called The List in the office where... The List! We, we deal oh, with a lot of amazing people. And we get invited to some great events, usually on the PR side, like public relations people that represent different celebrities or represent different restaurants, invite us out to stuff. And sometimes we have a list, like uh, who's on your, remember Reach, Reach came on a few podcasts ago, we were talking about the dude who kicked you out of that restaurant. Yeah. So that PR oh, team is on the list. West and Whistle, forever on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, he's on the list, bro. And he, he's been mum. He's been mum about it. He hasn't said anything. Yo. So Send us a spam fries, y'all. He, he doesn't want to talk <laughs> spicy with me, man. So, okay. But what was special? This impossible burger is in what chain right now i think that's the bigger news oh yeah umami's small fry like umami's cool but whatever where i'm i'm what it's an article you wrote costa where yeah they're at fat burger now so fat burger's for, huge yeah for those of you that don't know fat burger it's like this la based burger concept there's a whole bunch of them out there now there's like should I think like over a hundred locations and they just decided to go public and they're trying to build 300 more locations nationwide you know, a week after that, they bring in the Impossible Burger. It's getting tested in five locations in LA. 
Ooh, that's see, that's yep. that's big news. That's like impossible. Being like, there's there's mad scale there. Like for yeah. for potentially there being three hundred units, ha- having this impossible vegan plant based thing. Again, I eat a lot of meat, but I'm pretty damn excited about the potential of substituting meat every now and then with something that's equitable. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I spoke to the impossible uh, COO, he said. They're not out here to take away whatever meat eaters love, because a lot of there's some concern and backlash from the meat eating community. They're like, no, like you guys are gonna try to take away our meat. Dude said, no, we're not here to take away your meat. We're here to add another option to what you want to crave. So which is cool because if you want to crave a dope burger, go have an Impossible Burger, and you're out here saving the planet at the same time. I'm gonna ask you guys a, a, a real question. Mm-hmm. If one day the burger is damn near identical. The vegan burger versus the real burger. Do you ever and the pri- let's say the price point becomes the same because right now there's an strictly issue that burger, right? yeah, strictly burger. We're talking burger right now. Would you just stop eating meat? Would you stop eating burger meat yes. if you knew yes. that all the locations that you eat at that you enjoy can use this meat substitute? Yes. Yes. You would stop. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons as to why. There's the environmental reasons. So an Impossible Burger, I think, is 90% less, you know, climate damaging. 95%. 95% less climate damaging. They use 25% less water and an eighth of the greenhouse gases are produced. Not to mention like things. 90% of the land that you would need to raise um, regular beef on. And compared to factory farming, you know, which we all know is just ridiculous at all this. You know, this is a great substitute. I'm trying to be around, man. And it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like no cholesterol, right? Yeah. It's, it's got no cholesterol. It's definitely still got fatty. protein and fat and stuff that uh. you would find in a regular patty. But there's no cholesterol. It's something that makes a great substitute. Still has all the things that you would expect. Imagine, like, just going ham on some In N Out burgers and you'd be like, nope, not getting a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but so, okay. Now, and then the other piggyback news on it is that you said this company, Impossible Foods, mm-hmm. has similar technology to be able to produce fish substitute chicken and chicken and substitute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've had some pretty decent chicken substitute. It yeah. definitely hasn't been as good as the burger substitute. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Fish, the fish substitute that I've had has been awful. How is how do they do a fish I've, I've, Look, had, I've been to Veggie yeah. Grill and I love Veggie Grill. Veggie I love great. everything on the menu yeah. except their fish tacos. There's something about so fit when you have a fish taco, you want it to smell stanky. You want it to be <laughs> gross. Like you want like it's fishy and it's fried. So they do this fried fish. I don't even know if they still have it. I hope they took it off the menu. Okay. It was awful. It was awful. I could not stomach finishing half the taco because they've somehow implanted that fishy smell into the whole well, process. Well, how is it texturally? Texturally. Is it like fish? No. That's the. I think that the texture isn't there. Because imagine when you're biting into a fish taco, a crispy fish taco, it's, 
it's crispy on the outside and then it flakes apart on the yeah. inside right okay, and then you yeah. get whatever fish you were it's going hard to, to match that texture like i get a vegan fish product from the grocery store every now and then mm. i actually get it because i think the flavor is actually not bad but to me doesn't taste anything like fish and doesn't even have the texture of fish mm. and it says fishless filet on it and i'm like yeah i know you're not fish and you don't taste anything like it but it's decent Damn. but i've had you know plant-based seafood substitutes that are decent there's a plant-based shrimp one that google like acquired or, or picked up had a contract with and i got to try it through that and it was pretty good see i've been telling people like y'all know that fried chicken is my favorite food right if they ever <laughs> come with some fried chicken that's legit like impossible i'm hollering at y'all like, i need fried hey, dude, chicken i'm telling you you gotta go to london that seitan place that does like the best fried chi- uh vegan fried chicken in all britain i would love I've to heard try that some great things about that one i don't london, remember holler at me yo i got a huge food boner right now because yeah i heard the desk pop yeah the like desk that. is lifted right now i got food boner we have a cheese festival this weekend and i don't want like this isn't a self uh patting on the back thing plug, this plug. this ooze fest are it's the third annual cheese festival this is why it's special it's because to enter the festival for a restaurant to be featured in there they have to come with an item that is not currently available at their restaurant and has to be newsworthy so the result is 25 different chefs basically duking it out for newsworthiness in cheese That's like yeah. so if you guys uh haven't heard of our ooze festival it happens in southern california it's all you can eat all you can drink but you go to oozefestival.com and get your tickets all oh, that's real nice but we're gonna focus on the food that's there and i know like i've been kind of yeah. entrenched in it but there's so many crazy things here i want to rattle some off for you guys and let me know good or bad don't you don't have to get pad to, them up. Get right? me to that food give me, status. Let's, give let's, me, let's get started. Let's right. so, roll this. So let's talk about our chubbies. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, rank rank these out of five stars. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. As I tell you what they are. Uh, Mess Hall Canteen. Yeah. It's a food truck. Uh, they're creating. They're a, always on point. They're always yeah, they doing always something crazy. They always come up with just like crazy cool stuff. Right. They have a root beer glazed Pulled pork hot pocket. And it's huge. It's humongous. If you watch this video, it's crazy. It's it's a two-handed hot pocket. Yeah, it's a two-handed hot this. pocket. Wow. Out of five, just on include what you want. You, you obviously haven't tasted it yet because it's only gonna be available at Oozefest this Saturday. Yeah. But a lot of these vendors too, if something really takes off at Oozefest and makes national headlines. They put it on their menu permanently. Right. Why not? I'm a I'm a start Out of off. Five stars. I'm a start off with the controversial. I'm going three point five. Three point five. Why? Make it quick because we got right. twenty I'm, of these. Right. I'm going three point five because to me, pulled pork and cheese is a tried and true combo. Stick it inside a hot pocket. Cool. Get some mad cheese pulls. But to me, it's like I think there's more innovative and cooler stuff out there. Okay. I'll go with the floor. I'm not a pulled pork guy, but come on, hot pockets. Hot pocket. Hot pulled pockets. Pork, and it's big. I, I love that. All right. Flavor Bomb. So the dude from All Flavor No Grease, he's famous in LA for serving yes. quesadillas out of his front yard. He always has a gold. He very rarely 
travels outside of Los Angeles. Very rarely, he's like the stoop kid. He very rarely travels outside of his neighborhood. He's out from Watts? To serve food, to serve food. Obviously, he has a food truck now. He's out in Watts, yeah. And, uh, but only for Oozfest, he created something called the Flava Bomb, which is a flour tortilla filled with three cheese blend of Colby Jack, cheddar, and mozzarella, and then stuffed with the steak that he uses, which is wow. amazing, Ooh. and the bacon that he uses. And he wraps it up like a little money sack, like the money hey. bag. <laughs> and then he deep fries the whole thing. What do you guys think? Flava Bomb from All Flavor, No Grease. Does that come with a sauce? Uh, oh, his, oh yeah, he has, he has his amazing sauce. I think the sauce is in there already. He has oh. an incredible sauce. All right, if you sauce it up, I go from four to four, five. Easily. You go to four, four five. Four point five. Okay, Reach? I give it a five out of five. Ooh, for the money bag concept? Ooh. Yeah, what? flavor bomb me, man. Get Atomic with it. I'll give him a five, mainly because All Flavor No Grease makes hands down the best quesadilla around. It's incredible. It's tremendous. I love and it. so if any of that essence gets captured, even a, a sliver of it gets captured in this deep fried version, basically, of his quesadilla, I'm in. in Dude, I'm looking forward to that. Young I'm money in. bag. Deep fried cheesy ramen hot pocket. This is from a truck called Fucking Awesome. Okay. Literally fucking awesome. Love the pun. Okay. Yeah. Great name for their great name for their place. They made a deep fried cheesy ramen hot pocket. Go. 4.5. 4.5 from cheesy, Coast to Damn. Cheese with okay. ramen. I mean, Bruxy killed it with the cheesy ramen. Last I year? Last yeah. year at Nudes, Nudes, Nudes. Mm-hmm. And cheesy ramen Hot Pocket. Oh, Dude, yeah, too did. many good things in one. Plus the fucking pun. Oh, Love let me, it all. Let me, let me break it down a little bit, too. Inside, it's deep fried cheesy ramen patty mixed with diced ham. There's gouda and brie cheese in there. Woo! Oh, brie. Yeah. Yeah, brie. Yeah, yeah brie. That's Bet. tight. Bet. <laughs> what are you at? What are you at? <laughs> That's a five. Okay. All right. This one is crazy. Jalapeno popper mac and cheese quesadilla. Okay, so imagine this. format? It's a quesadilla. So it looks like a quesadilla, but it's filled with mac and cheese and jalapeno poppers. It's all mixed into like one goopy mess inside. So I actually wrote on this one, and the cheese, the mac and cheese itself is tight. It's like roasted jalapeno. It's got bacon. It's got all that good, good in there. I give mm. that one a solid four. I give it a three point five. Cause Damn, why? It sounds like something I made in middle school using Costco products. <laughs> yeah, but isn't it like the most delicious thing? Is what you great. do make it I out mean, of Costco but products? I, I, but if. if <laughs> 14-year-old Reach can replicate, you know. So that's from the Taco Purveyors at Razzy Rucas. I think they're making a trek. They might be a San Diego location. They're making the trek all the way up to Orange County, which is amazing. That's dope. All right. I'm going to throw a dessert at you. There's going to be dessert. dessert. Cheese-inspired dessert at Oozfest this weekend. Hit me. A ricotta ice cream stuffed cannoli. Oh, five. Already, ricotta ice cream. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Costa Pop, the fastest food owner right there. Ooh, five. Ooh, five. I don't care. I'm not waiting. Five, 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 five. That's it. Sound like a fake number in a movie. All right. Cream, that's from Creamistry. So Creamistry, they got ricotta ice cream. That Creamistry has a really cool way they do their ice cream. They do the, uh, what's it called, Costa? The liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen ice cream, which I'm gassed on. I like liquid nitrogen ice cream almost better than real ice cream right now. It's more creamy, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's the ricotta ice cream stuffed inside uh, a traditional cannoli shell. 
It has uh, guava icing on top and powdered sugar because why not? Okay, now I need to change mine. You want to change yours? I want to change it to a six out of five. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Costa, come on. Here. I'm going to go with a three. Oh, damn. I mean, you know, guava and then ricotta cheese and then... I don't know. They just sound. Don't like, Filipinos like guava, bro? Yeah, but <laughs> guava's tight. And guava the best and ice cream I've had is like gelato from Italy that was mascarpone and ricotta. So I'm excited. Oh fuck, that sounds amazing. Okay, I'm gonna go one more dessert for you right now before we go into. So, uh, churned creamery. Uh-huh. They have a couple locations here, and they're bringing a cheesecake gelato. Woo! <laughs> it's stuffed in a warm croissant sandwich. That's the one. That's the one. That's, that's, that's a, a tight one. That's a fiver. That's, that's a five? That's for me, a that's, five. A, that's a four or five. I'm excited that's a for four that. four or five. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. They show, they, uh, I think you can get it either with bananas on it, like banana and chocolate. They also have a, a strawberry topping or Oreo, so it's cool. But they're using this cheesecake gelato ice cream. In a croissant. In a croissant. Okay. I'm going to keep going with here. The Mad Dumplings food truck. Right, oh, they're just I love known Mad for dumplings. dumplings. Yeah, oh. everyone locally they love Mad Dumplings. They're creating a sweet, succulent Longnista sausage dumpling. It's also topped with a sliver of grilled, marinated pork belly, and has a fresh strip of jalapeno. So inside, it's like shrimp and pork stuffed. I'm with it. It's yeah. little dumplings. It's amazing. Yeah, Mad Dumplings is fire. They come to campus all the time for me, and I'm excited for that. That's what? a five. That's a five? That's, five? That's a five. Five. Okay. Damn. I'm going to go faster with this because I want your more gut reaction. Stroke it faster. All right. Tumaca truck. They got an egg and chorizo Spanish-inspired sandwich. There's two over medium eggs on it, manchego cheese, and a Ooh. crispy smoked bacon layer, and it has chives on top. Dude, I'm down with the manchego. You had me at, at the fried eggs. To me, yeah. that's a 4.5 four, 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 out of 5. I'll go a 4.75. 4.75. Okay. Let's bring it down. There's going to be a donor cheesesteak. So it's going to be a Turkish twist on a Philly cheesesteak. So they got the, the bread that uh, – so this is uh, from Donor G. Okay. Which is a uh, Turkish fast food chain. Is it like a, a kebabery? Think of it. Think of it like a kebabery, close closest to it. Um, they have their 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 really delicious like crispy bread that they they use like this loaf. There's melted cheese, and then they have their grilled bell peppers and onions, and it's from their shredded donor kebab. So like right Ooh. off right off the the spit, they're shredding Dude. it. So yeah, man, Turkish little Philly lifestyle in one. Out of five, go reach. That's five. That's killing it. That's five. I'm sorry, Philly fans. I know y'all traditional on the cheesesteak, but that just sounds dope. That's that five. That single. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Euro Cafe. It's a chain of. Uh, it's a coffee chain here mm-hmm. here in California. They have an amazing cheddar cheese, ice cream crepe cone. Ooh. So the cone is a crepe. There's cheddar cheese ice cream. It's even topped with more cheddar cheese, mm. like sprinkled cheddar cheese. Okay. I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely curious about this, but to me, cheddar's just a little too sharp on ice cream. For me, that's a three. Mm. I give it a two. Damn. Mm. Okay. I mean, it's the crepes are flimsy, then it's gonna fall apart as uh, a cone. But we'll yeah, see. am I gonna try this? Yes, but that's like it's definitely an interesting one. Let me. Oh, sorry, my bad. Before I jump, the crepe is. 
a fluffy apple and cinnamon spice crepe cone. And it's topped with the maple sauce. So this um, is like that apple pie. Did we just go combo. lower for you, Regis? Like, yeah, no, because no, no. it's going to be all up on my hand type of crepe. No. I don't know. The picture makes it look pretty sturdy, but uh, okay. But this is like that apple pie and cheddar combo, so I yeah. can see it. I'm still giving it a three, but I'm interested. I'm going to have an apple pie and cheddar fist like covering all that. I don't know. <laughs> okay, guys. This last year, uh, Cafe Calacas won the most viral entry. Last year, they did something called a queso fundido donut. It's actually a savory donut. It was so good. It looked gorgeous, like bright orange queso fundido on top. The thing is like top with bacon sprinkles. It won the most viral. Every website was talking about it. Wow. This year, leading up to it, I think they might win most viral again. They have something called a savor churro. Savor churro. So savor churro. So Cafe Calaca is like a Mexican-inspired cafe here and delicious. They're always, they have like great coffees and stuff like that. But this time they have they have a savory ricotta cheese stuffed inside a churro with bits of Parmesan on the outside. Yo. Yeah, cheesy churros? Cheesy Dude, churros. Take my money. I am yes. all for that. That's like next level. That's that's a five. That's a five on ingenuity. That's a five. Yeah. I, I can't see how that tastes bad. Like I think he's using some sort of like potato base for the churro. So the yeah. churro is not sweet at all. It's just gonna be such a play. Oh, I love it already. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. gonna be such a play in your head and your mind as you eat it. You're Dude. gonna think everything you remember about churros is gonna be thrown out the window when you bite into it. Y'all better keep away from that stand though, because I'm gonna be taking all of those. <laughs> You're just gonna fucking Yo. vacuuming over it. Yeah, I'm gonna be vacuuming that People up. People are gonna be pulling back nubs with Costa around. Yeah, Jeez. Okay. here we go. Another kind of play on what you would expect. These dudes at the Dream Donut Truck is a cheesy sujet sausage donut. So sujet is a very like Middle Eastern style mm -hmm. flavor on your sausages. So these guys, imagine two crisps of a donut mm -hmm. as a like flattened donut as uh, your bread. Yeah, I'm picturing And that. within it, you got, they use this, uh, let me, I want to get this right. They use an Armenian string cheese and a spicy sausage. That's the sujet. Um, and it's in a donut glaze. It's a glazed donut base. Ooh. What do you guys think? Uh, it sounds really dope to me, but I would have loved it as an injection. I want that stuff inside. Oh, you want it stuffed? You didn't I like the, the fact that it was sandwich. I you want would the stuffed than... donut over the sandwich. Mm. If it's stuffed, it's a five. Sandwich, it's a four. So you think it may have been? Uh, you think it may have been? I think they should have. I think they it would have been more viral. It would have been more viral For if sure. they had actually made a stuffed donut. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Reach? I give it a four eight. I love all those flavors: Armenian food and Middle Eastern. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's a it's a win for me. Okay. One of the best pictures is coming out of Bruxy Waffles here. Pictures. So visually, it looks. Visually, great. I haven't tried it yet, but I've tried everything else from Bruxy, and it's mm. always a winner. Like they're super solid. They're probably the most consistent restaurant that keeps yeah, showing up. Brooks always fast. throws it down. This time they have a what they're calling a kicking chicken waffle cone. But catch this. It's a waffle cone, but it's stuffed with their, they have like this really delicious spicy fried chicken tenders. Yeah, they're good. Mm -hmm. So those tenders are inside the cone and it's topped with a spicy buffalo cheese. Oh, and there's mac and cheese in there. Fuck, I almost missed that. Dang. I missed that. So it's mac and cheese and it's topped with spicy buffalo cheese 
in a portable cone, a waffle cone. What is buffalo cheese? Is, is that like the I buffalo like sauce? I think they're playing sauce. off the buffalo sauce. So like uh, it's a spicy, yeah. it's spicy. So it's kicking. It's going to be spicy. And so, I'm going to kick it a two. No. You're gonna- oh. <laughs> so... Yo, I, I'm just not a fan of uh, buffalo sauce. <laughs> oh. So to me, this is just like a this is just like a play on the trends we've been seeing all summer. Those fried chickens and cones. Like, come on, we've seen this, we've done this. Cool mac and cheese is a nice touch, but you gotta step up your creativity, Brooks, or at least throw the natural hot tenders in for me. That'll be nice. Damn. But okay. I'll give, the, I'll give that a three point five. Okay. Okay. Quite generous. Damn. All right. Not what I expected, but truthful. <laughs> Lobstacle, guys. So Slapfish, love when they bring cheese stuff to the festival because Slapfish is a huge slapfish is fish chain, crazy. right? Legit. So they have something called a lobstickle. It's lobster on a stick, and then they're pairing it with they. They have their own signature queso dip. Ooh. So you get to dunk this lobster on a stick, this grilled lobster on a stick. Into queso. I, I get to dip my lobstacle in something? You get to dip your lobstacle all day, every ah. day. Boomeranged. What do you guys think? Out of 10. I'm or, sorry, out of 5. Out of, out of 5. I'll get a 5. I'm down with lobsticles and mm. dipping up the lobsticles mm. and getting the lobsticles all wet. I'm down with that lobster and cheese. Dope combo. Can't wait to see it. I'll give it a 4.5. It's inventive yet simple. You yeah. know? They uh-huh. just have really delicious queso. Lobster on a stick. Like, lobster on. on a stick. The picture of this thing looks hella tight. Yeah, yeah. Hella tight. You're so bay with it, Costa. With your Giants shirt. <laughs> hey, NorCal represent. Stop it. All right, get off the podcast, Costa. Okay, <laughs> uh, the same people behind Slapfish also own a concept called Butterleaf, right? Mm-hmm. It's vegan, but it's incredibly delicious, and they're, they're comfort food. They don't necessarily associate with like a vegan lifestyle they just want you to enjoy good plant-based food i'm with that right Mm -hmm. so what they're bringing i'm excited to try this fried avocado nachos from buffalo from butterleaf it's got like a cashew cheese sauce right yeah so how they do it is they got the deep fried avocado um they have cashew cheese sauce and they're plated like nachos man that Right. I can't wait so, to try to that. To be honest, I'm very nervous about this one. Why are you nervous? Doug? It can go good or bad. Fried avocado is one of the easiest things to fuck up. Oh! Like, seriously, it's one of the easiest things. But when it's right, when it's, it's right, amazing. It's dynamite. Like, seriously, when it's right, it's dynamite. For real. So, I'm excited, but I'm nervous at the same time. So, I'm going to give it a four, but hoping that it's a five. Okay, I like that, Reach. I'm going to give it a... a Okay. Okay. I'm just going to give it a five on excitement. I'm just excited to try it. On potential alone. I think it's baller when a vegan brand comes to the big leagues at Oozfest and comes correct. So I'm really excited. It sounds great. I think I kind of align with what you're saying. It looks like a four. Let's hope it's a five. It has a high floor, low ceiling. Yes. Okay. Check this out. The dude... The hot sandwich hot, Mr. Chef Keith Pronte. He is doing, he's bringing the raclette. People are like, yo, is there going to be raclette at Oozfest? Of course there's going to be raclette. Is this the first time raclette's been at Oozfest? You know, actually, no, we've had it, I, I believe, before. But people always ask, they just got to make sure that there's raclette to cheese festival. Raclette so we got, should be a prerequisite. We got that going festival. on. So uh, Chef Keith is using chunks of beef tongue 
And he's Ooh. making something called a beef tongue chili raclette dog. So if you know what a, a raclette is, it's, it's the idea of having like big cheese, either a wheel or a block, and it's burned and you, you it's under a burner and you get to scrape the cheese off onto whatever hopefully delicious food you're about to eat. Honestly, it makes anything delicious. So he's doing it on these like King's Hawaiian rolls. They have the King's Hawaiian has like the hot dog bun version. Yeah. So it's like the longer bun. And he has his house made chili and he hits it with the raclette at the end. What do you guys think? I'm right. I think I know what Reach is going to give because you got Langua, you got the chili, you got raclette, hot dog. Well. Damn. Reach, I'm going to predict your score for you. You're giving <laughs> us a five? I'm giving it a five, man. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, you got a five. Are, are we best friends now, Costa? Damn, what do you give it, Costa? Be, I give it a five as well. I'm all about the raclette hot dog game, mm, and I can't wait Lengua. to try that Langua chili. Yeah, that's some gangster. That's a gangster chili cheese dog. That's a gangster take on it. Mm. Okay. I'm excited for this one because every year at Oozfest we announce awards. So there's most viral, there's best in show. Best in show is chosen by a secret panel of judges, yeah. also crowd voting for best in show. It doesn't have to be the most viral, it just has to taste the best, look the best, be the best integration of cheese. Puesto. Mm-hmm. A brilliant Mexican cha- uh, Mexican couple restaurants here in Southern California. Started in San Diego. Now they're in Orange County. Right. Won last year Best in Show. And this year, they have something called a Chorizo Verde Queso Fundido Taco. Mm. Puesto is known for their tacos. Yeah. They elevate that taco game. And on this one, they have... A melty taco on the outside. There's pork chorizo on it. They had their own queso fundido on it, and blue corn tortillas. And there's a cheese blanket. Oh yeah, there's a cheese blanket. Well. They fry cheese mm. and put that inside a che- uh, inside the blue corn tortilla. So is that like a double crunch? It's double, baby. It's, it's, it's double. Double crunch with the ke- with the drippy queso. Soft blue corn tortilla and with the chorizo. Ooh, I'm excited for this one. So again, this one, these guys won last yeah. year because that, like the flavors blew people away. They did a taco last year, yeah. But like the flavors that Puesto brings, they're extremely talented in the kitchen. It's insane. And so we had wild shit last year, yet people were gravitated to just the tastes that were coming out of Puesto's booth. <laughs> but off rip, what do you guys give it out of five? Four you and haven't a half. tasted it yet. So. Four and a half. I'm looking forward to it. I'm interested to see, is the queso with the cheese blanket too much? Mm. But I think it's going to be great on flavor, and I'm looking forward to that chorizo verde. And plus, those tacos are always fire. Yeah. I'm going to go with 375. I don't know if I can wrap my head around all the concepts in one. I think I, I, think, I haven't rated any of these yet. I'll go 375 with you, yeah. mainly because I hope it's a five, but it's a bit similar to what they brought last year, just by virtue of it being a taco, they're frying the cheese. Again, when it comes to just pure taste and punching you in the fucking taste buds, I, I'm almost positive they're gonna change my mind from that 375 to a five star just because of how good so. their product yeah. is. So, so that's a, that was Puesto's item. All right, Sergeant Pepperoni's. Okay. They they brought home I think best in show year one. Mm. Mm. So these guys are a great pizza shop and 
they are doing something this year called the Great Ball of Fire. So the Great Ball of Fire is a decadent garlic knot, but it's stuffed. It's a stuffed garlic knot that has cream cheese, bacon, and their tomato sauce. And the whole thing is cooked off in bacon fat. Wow. So it looks like an unassuming, delicious garlic knot Mm -hmm. till you break it open. And you have all the Sergeant Pepperoni's goodness inside. And it comes with marinara for dipping. But you honestly you might not even need it. What do you guys think out of five? I think that sounds like a five out of five. You know, everybody loves garlic knots on face value. You break it open mm. and it's even more goodness. That's like getting like a really fine girlfriend who's into sports and, you know, tucks you in at night. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think let's just Coastal. leave it at reaches. I'm agreeing with him like. I can't explain it any better than that. Okay. Wake and bake pizza from the Z Pizza pizza chain. Okay, this thing has their sign- Z Pizza signature dough, really delicious dough. That's kind of like, that's what I remember when I think of Z Pizza. They have this like really yeah, crispy dough, dough. I don't know how they make it. It just always tastes good. They're bringing in some crazy ovens yeah. for the festival to do this. It's melty mozzarella and cheddar. They got roasted Yukon potatoes. So I've seen and bacon on top and then they hit it with the poached egg so before we jump in before we jump into just like rating it out of five we've seen breakfast pizza before yes that's not new that's not new z pizza is kind of an elevated pizza chain right they're not just like any pizza chain so how'd they switch it up on us I mean, I've never seen entire chunks of like, I think the Yukon potatoes are new. Okay. Like uh, when we saw, who was it? Ginny's Pizzeria did a pretty dope brunch pizza. Ginny's, yeah. um, Which is really great as well. Uh, I don't think there were potatoes on that. Because that was an Eggs Benny pizza. They went for the sous vide on that egg though. Yeah, that was good. So Z Pizza. Yukon, roasted Yukon potatoes. So it has a bit, it has a bit of of a nice like, balance um and then they have that they, i forget what's on their white sauce but it's like a delicious white sauce they're gonna hit on top that they drizzle what's the protein uh protein is bacon okay protein is bacon yeah they're keeping it breakfast so yeah. wake and bake i i like the name i like to the me, name. I, name i like the name too i love the concept but <clears throat> if i'm going breakfast pizza i'm going more epic i want more meats on that so Ooh. i'll give that a three and a half okay i'll give it a four uh, because you know it could have been more creative, but I love breakfast, brunch, eggs, all that. Okay, okay. Pie knot, pie knot's a very famous Aussie pie joint, and multiple Aussie, locations. Aussie. They're also, I believe, they're sold in some Whole Foods and stuff like that. Okay. These guys, what I like about this one, and I hate that I'm prefacing you guys for a score. They're making a mini, a mini bolognese pie, mm-hmm. right? So. These guys have crazy pies already at their store. I feel like this one didn't go on the crazy scale. Yeah. It actually went on the 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 owner and the, the the chef there, he or the baker decided he wanted to go with like a family recipe of his like oh. of the bolognese. like this this recipe is near and dear to his heart. So on this one, it's uh, meaty bolognese sauce. It's stuffed inside a crispy mini pie. If you haven't had a pie knot pie, oh my god, I, I I can't explain the flakiness on the outside, the portability of it's it. So good. The the different sauces they have, but this one has 
Italian sausage, marinara, has a crazy help in a mozzarella in there, and the top crust kind of pulls it all together. And so you're gonna get cheese pull after cheese pull, because I would eat it with the fork, like, it's a handheld pie, a lot of people eat it handheld, but, I mean. Is it a calzone, Costa? <laughs> Uh, no comments. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, I'm like looking forward to this pie. I'm a huge fan of bolognese. Yeah. And I think, you know, Aussie pies, the pie not concept is delicious. Yep. To me, it's not as innovative. So I would give it a four. Mm. However, this is my sleeper to take best in show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's this is my sleeper. Okay. Cool. I give it a four because I love Aussie pies like all across the board. Mm. Like that flaky crust is buttery. It's good. Can't, can't lose. Okay. I know we put out like 20 plus videos of every one of these items coming out. Yeah. But this is the one that actually made my jaw drop. What? And it was okay. one of the last videos we put out. Tell me more. It's a Gouda wrapped tri-tip empanada. Mm-hmm. So it's a tri-tip filled empanada mm-hmm. wrapped in cheese. Like it's fried cheese on the outside. When you bite through that cheese, you get to the empanada. This is from the Tri-Tip Man truck. What? Like, it's insane. It's wrapped, it's a just an empanada wrapped in a cheese blanket. When you see the video, you'll know what I'm saying. It's yeah. like sizzling. It, the video opens up on sizzling cheese, like on a skillet. Gorgeous cheese, it's turning from that orange to brown. And it's bubbling up, and then someone drops a freaking empanada on that cheese, and then li- <laughs> uses uses a spatula to fold the cheese over. Like this video is probably going to be the most viewed one I feel prior to Ooze yeah. Fest. And this isn't like a baby empanada either. This is like size of your hand empanada. Yeah, mm. yeah. No. Full empanada. Yeah. Full empanada. I'm a huge fan of empanadas. I love the cheese blanket on top of this, and I think it's gonna be probably the cheesiest item at Oozefest. Just on that alone, with all the flavors going on, that's a five. I'm gonna go with a five, like Bed Bath & Beyond needs to start selling these cheese blankets. (laughs) (laughs) They need to sell candles with the cheese blankets too. All right, what you guys think? Deep fried pimento cheese balls. Oh, I'm a sucker for pimento cheese. (laughs) Sucker for, that's from Lucille's Smokehouse. Everyone knows Lucille's Smokehouse. Probably have one near you. These guys are doing a deep-fried pimento cheese ball. It's served on another bed of mac and cheese, so it comes in this cool little pan, and it's on top of more mac and cheese. So just in case you didn't get it, inside the crispy sphere um, is that molten pimento cheese. So it's going to be super hot. And then the actual macaroni and cheese they have is amazing because the mac and cheese is made with more pimento, bacon, Ooh. it has smoked peppers, and some onions in there. You freaking hand me a pimento. Five out of five. Damn. I'm gonna go three. Okay. Oh. Do you not like pimento? It just I like pimento, like just on the concept alone, it sounds like uh, a deconstructed mac and Cheetos. You know, because mm. it's just cheese on cheese on cheese. Like, where's, is there a dipping sauce that comes with it? Is there like a type of sauce that comes through and breaks through that? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Imagine, and... imagine this. Imagine like an orb that you could break open and either pour the cheese that comes out of it on top of the mac I'd, and cheese yeah. for more. Yeah. Or you can take the mac and cheese and dip it in to the orb. Great. Uh, I imagined it and I imagined the three. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's something called a cheese pig here. Cheese pig. It's from Boss Cat Kitchen. Boss Cat Kitchen, for those that are unfamiliar, is 
one of the craziest brunch spots that Southern California has. They also are opening up locations in Texas Old and claim. whatever. Ooh. But it's one of the craziest brunch spots that's around. So they went and did something called a cheese pig, which is a four cheese stuffed biscuit topped with barbecue pork jam and another velvety four cheese caramel sauce. All right. I, okay. I'm I telling wanna... you, these guys are wacky. If you right. actually look at the Boss Cat menu, this is tame compared to the Preface weird this, shit they have. It's on not there. really a caramel sauce. Because I know you, you, you were like freaking on this. I see your face. It's not a caramel sauce. It's literally, imagine just like a pile of four different kinds of cheeses gets basically spread on top of this thing to cover it as much as humanly possible. And then that gets just melted over the top. So it's, so it's not a caramel. caramel. No, it's caramelized four cheese. I think it's mislabeled. I'll give it a three. Yeah, well, that mislabel might be on our end. We need to be better explaining that I don't, it's not. Well, I don't why even, can't it be like a four cheese lava? Four well, cheese lava I don't even is. know what a cheese pig is. To me, that threw it off a little bit. I get the pork jam. To me, that makes sense. But to me, you could have just called this smothered biscuits, and I would have been like, a word? Bet. Four cheese But yeah, magnet. I give that a 3.5. Four cheese Call it smothered wave. biscuits. So you think this is the clickbaity one? Yeah. I'm gonna I think this one is the what one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I you get that Nick Young face. Like the what? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? That one. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I'm a chief creative officer over at Jack in the Box now? <laughs> what the fuck is that campaign, Jack? Um, that's a three. Uh, the campaign or the meal? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> All right. All right. This is a, this is a good roundup, guys. We're at, we're at the very end right now. The Croft. The Croft mm-hmm. is a very delicious sandwich place in Southern California. But for this festival, they are creating a cheeseburger egg roll what yes yo yup 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 so just imagine barbecue and bacon and ground beef and onions and pickles and american cheese wrapped up in an egg roll wrapper deep fried to perfection what do you guys think out of all five? Right. Y'all gonna catch me with this and the churros. I'll just be running between the two. Just all y'all, of it in your mouth. Y'all better steer clear. This one's a five. All the dick shaped foods at once. <laughs> Everyone knows the dick shaped foods are the best tasting foods. Super bad taught us that. Yeah. Phallic so, is, uh, is the wave. Phallic is the new cuisine. Am yeah. I right, y'all? There we go. So, so what did we say? Sorry, did I miss I, get, I give it a five. Five? Um, I know Por Vida came with like a cheeseburger taco, and a cheeseburger, any type of iteration, is always on point. Mm. Uh-huh. So, fives? Fives all, fives all around. around. Fives. So, I know it can kind of get hectic when you think of all these cheese things, but come enjoy. Even Del Taco is going to be there. Hey. Del Taco is going to be there. King's Hawaiian is going to be there. They have their own booths. They're doing their own things. I think uh, King's Hawaiian is doing a a spam cordon blue grilled cheese sandwich like Damn. come on now Ooh. come on now spam take me inside there. a cordon take blue me there. sandwich between that like king's hawaiian so you got a little bit of the sweetness in the bread love it dude that's kings with that spam word del taco's coming they're bringing their queso they're bringing mm. all the del items taco that you like queso is so good yeah del so taco is up there man like, oh, chipotle take Ch- notes yeah chipotle's <laughs> chipotle got that awful queso and yeah. del taco got that good good queso yes yeah so unfortunately for well fortunately for us the good queso is going to be at ooze fest <laughs> um so if you guys want, even if you're not going to be at ooze fest which we really encourage you guys to come if you're in the area 
Um, but if you're not gonna be there, you can tune in. We're gonna have uh, live feeds going from our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash foodbeast. We're gonna have a uh, grilled cheese eating championship. We're also gonna have a pizza eating championship. So the winners from previous years are gonna be there. Uh, world record holder for the biggest In-N-Out burger is gonna, wow. you know, Natter Freak Eating Retta is Shout gonna be to there. Um, a lot of great eaters are gonna be there. So come on by. If you guys are listening, you haven't gotten a ticket yet, go to oozefestival.com. Uh, just use code the Ketchup. K-A-T-C-H-U-P. It's $20 off. It's the deepest discount oh. you can get. Go ahead and use that. Take advantage of that. And thank you yeah, guys. Use that. For another great week on the catch up. Thank you, Reach. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Costa. Thank you for having me. Um, guys, again, please leave a comment on the iTunes store. Good, bad, what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. This has been 20 of the craziest cheese items around this podcast y'all oh yeah and that head-ass Szechuan sauce release and head-ass <laughs> Szechuan sauce release uh and, and impossible and the impossible burger so huh? guys that's the catch up follow us uh at food beast on everything and subscribe to us on itunes if you're not thank you if this is your first time listening i'm at book of eli reach where you at i am at cozy dot bryant that's on Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine. Costa, where you at? Are you flourishing? Yeah, you can catch me on IG at Out Here Flourishing. Are we still doing bad outros? We're doing bad outros, but we got to shout out Brayden, our producer. Shout out Brayden. At Brayden Bear. Word. On everything. He doesn't want you to follow him. Follow him anyway. But follow him anyway. Is this a good enough bad outro? I think Let's so. Let's give it more dead air. Like two seconds. All right. Oh, that was pretty bad. <laughs> All right, catch y'all at Ooze Fest. See you next week, guys. Later. We'll be drunk. Bye. Bye. <laughs>